Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Robertson. It is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Thursday, July 13th, 2023, and what an incredible day it is. We have several celebrity cryptopians who have birthdays today, starting with my saying happy birthday to Lawrence Sanders of Santa Ana, California. Happy birthday to Leslie Blair of Raleigh, North Carolina. Happy birthday to Christian Reed Solomon from Chicago, Illinois. Happy birthday to Mary Raynor of Seat Pleasant, Maryland. And then we also want to say happy birthday to Bryce Weatherly of Chicago, Illinois. And Yolanda Stinner of Cypress, Texas. Marsha Fuelser of Lafayette, Louisiana. And last but not least, Courtney Young of Brooklyn, New York. Happy, happy, happy birthday to each and every one of you. May today be filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day. And ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to receive a birthday wish on your birthday, please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. Ladies and gentlemen, I also want to give a 10th anniversary shout out to the Black Lives Matter movement. Not a moment, but a movement. And until I actually got on a call this weekend, I really understood that there are several different spinoffs of the Black Lives Matter movement. And so the commercials that you've been hearing about the event that is happening in Lemur Park on Saturday, that and those are the original individuals that have not taken advantage of our community, have not taken advantage of funding and things of that sort. Some of the things that you've heard in the media. And so I just wanted to clear that up because a couple of people asked me, hey, are you supporting them after they've done all these things? Ladies and gentlemen, it's totally different organization. And so Black Lives Matter, grassroots, boots on the ground, making things happen. I want to say to you happy 10th anniversary to you and in that vein in respect of them I want to say uh, I'm going to give a, a actual quote from Dr. Melina Abdullah and she is the director of Black Lives Matter Grassroot Inc and I want to make sure that we make that distinction the need for Black Lives Matter's existence couldn't be clearer in the wake of the Supreme Court decision that blocked relief from student loan debt held disproportionately by black borrowers and banned affirmative action in higher education. 
And this is real. This is happening in 2023, ladies and gentlemen. And if we've never decided to lock arms with the organization before, I really feel like this is our opportunity to take this 10th anniversary lock arms with Black Lives Matter Grassroot Inc. As I will be on Saturday and I am going to add something else to my plate and get active in our community more active probably than I've ever been um, and so I again want to say happy 10th anniversary to the Black Lives Matter movement because this is not that wasn't just a moment 10 years ago and today we don't need this to be a moment we definitely need to continue the movement so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we will jump into our conversation I have been trying to talk to you all about inflation, deflation, disinflation, all of these other crazy words that they use on the media and in reports to really explain what's going on around us. And so today, I think I'm going to just get a little bit deeper in that space, just so you're understanding why and how new money is so important for you to get involved in. And then there was also another court case that was solved in the last 24 hours involving XRP Ripple. And I'm going to dig into that and tell you why that's not such a big of a deal or a biggest victory as they want you to believe. So when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into the macro really quickly. And so I keep continuing to do these things as the CPI consumer price index reports come out. Now, I know I've stated before that they use their own metrics to make things look the way that they want it to look so that they continue to get us to pour into buying things, investing in the stock market and all of those things. And so one of these days we're going to teach a class on strategic thinking. Well, I hope that I'm teaching a class every day on strategic thinking because we need to think differently about everything else that we're hearing around this United States. But with that being said, the CPI numbers came out yesterday, and that's very, very important to the economy. But first, let me uh, just give you a little bit of news. Um, We are going to continue to dig into these reports, ladies and gentlemen, because we have to know how all of these things play into the economy because they do even though you don't think that they do they absolutely do so we're going to look at all of these things so let's get into the economics of this so inflation has come down based on the report that we received year on year consumer price index remember i taught you that that's a bucket of different things that consumers are buying Uh, And it can be a number of different things employment, uh, just all these different buckets they put together to come out with these actual reports and numbers. And so year on year, the CPI was expected to come in at 3.1 percent, but it was actually 3.0 percent. And last month, just so you know the difference, it was 4.0 percent. So year on year, the core CPI came in at 4.8 versus an expected 5.0. 
And so that was a hefty change. So the inflation numbers have come down per their reports. And that's good news indeed. So I'll be very happy about that. And I'll share with the elation of the market that the prices, uh, that the inflation has come down. However, ladies and gentlemen, prices are still rising. They're rising just a little bit slower than they once were, but they're still rising. So did inflation decrease actually? Well, if we're looking at this from an economics perspective, economics, inflation, disinflation, and deflation are terms that are used to describe different trends in the general price level of goods and services within the economy. So here is just a brief explanation of each one of the terms. And I continue to do this so that as you're listening and as you're in the grocery store, as you're shopping for a house, as you're shopping for a car, as you're making big decisions about your life, you're really understanding what's going on when a salesperson tells you something that should get your antennas up and makes you know that you need to maybe be doing something different because they don't know what they're talking about and it's really good uh and i just want to give you the quick analogy my grandfather was an auto mechanic and as i grew up as a child he used to tell me you know the most advantage that's taken of women is at the mechanic shop so what i'm going to do is teach you how to fix the car so when somebody is telling you or trying to charge you for something that doesn't need to be done with your car you already know what the deal is so you can tell them no i don't need a new battery it's my alternator that's going out and so he taught me those things and it's been very instrumental in my life because i can actually for the most part kind of listen to what's going on with my car or somebody else's car and understand, hey, I don't need a rotor. I just need brakes. Or if I need a rotor, I don't need the brake shoes, et cetera, et cetera. And so I want you all to be that fluent when it comes to talking about economics and the things that are happening. So inflation refers to a sustained increase in the average level of prices for goods and services in an economy over time so inflation they stated is going down right so that is inflation a sustained increase in average level of prices and so um at least what i can see in this report is that they admit that high inflation or hyperinflation adversely affects communities such as eroding savings because those of us that are experiencing hard times whether we're able to still continue our lifestyle we're slowly picking away at monies that have been saved and I can say I'm no different talking to you today I'm preaching to myself as well but high inflation erodes at your savings and so we know that that happens and it creates economic instability period and there's no other way around that that's what inflation does even though again you're living you're thinking everything is fine you're feeling like everything is fine these things are happening so then we have disinflation disinflation refers to a decrease in the rate of inflation and so what we're experiencing right now with inflation going down and prices inc increasing 
In general, it means that price levels are still rising, but slower than before. So are we experiencing a decrease in inflation or are we experiencing disinflation? I would say the latter. In other words, disinflation indicates a slowdown in the rate of the price increases. So they're still going up. But it's a little bit slower than it was before. And then we get to deflation. Deflation is the opposite of inflation. It is sustained, decreased, uh, sustained, decrease in the general price level of goods or services over time. So this is what we're hoping for. This is what we want to really be working and making things change so that our community is able to save and invest more than we are right now. We really want deflation and not disinflation. And I know a lot of people didn't even know that there was a difference and that there were all of these terms. But when you hear them thrown around, you really don't understand how adversely they affect you so ladies and gentlemen we're experiencing in my opinion disinflation but we need deflation and deflation in a deflationary environment the purchasing power of money increases as prices fall deflation occurs because a reduced demand over capacity in production technology advancements or restrictive monetary policies go away and so we're seeing the complete opposite so when we're talking and we're trying to figure out if things are getting better just wait until they start talking about us being in a deflationary type of environment and prayerfully that's going to happen uh very soon because deflation in my opinion is a good thing because young people can afford to buy houses again. One parent is not just working, both parents are are working and things are just uh, doing good where they're able to raise children. And I know there's a whole nother conversation about how children are being raised today. But I venture to say if there was more money in our households, there would be more time for people to actually spend raising their children. And so in the right way and Again, that all comes with education, because if there's more money, we need to be talking to our youth about the proper ways to save and invest as opposed to buying things that they just kind of blow away. And I'll say this. One of my mantras growing up, me and my best friend, our mantra was always now we had spending problems. We always did have a spending problem. That was the culture we grew up in in the 80s. But one of the things that we stood by that kept us from indulging in alcohol and drugs and all of those things was the fact that if we could not see what we bought the next morning, we weren't buying it. And so while that was a great mantra, it still put us on the path of spending and, you know, driving from here, from Los Angeles to Vegas to buy Gucci tennis shoes and things of that sort. But we didn't smoke it up or drink it up or do anything like that. And right now, what what I see is that we're not in a deflationary 
space economically, specifically in our community. And we've got to get our kids to understand that there has to be some better options than smoking up 50 or $100 every couple of days. It's, be- it's worse than a pack of cigarettes. But even though the health effects may be a little bit different, but they're definitely um, going to be having some financial situations later on if we continue this trend with all of our children. So as we look at um, all of the things that are going on in the market, you ask yourself now what? The market popped up today on the news, of course, and the XPS over the next two days, within the next 15 minutes, I mean, everything is going to go up and down. But as soon as the market opened, an hour after the CPI numbers came out, there was a big spike. And that spike is because, again, investors are waiting to see how and when to jump into the market. But I have good news for those of you that were investing in gold. Gold is actually up about $20 today. Now, that doesn't seem like a big deal to you, ladies and gentlemen. But remember, I have been preaching a side of Bitcoin on the digital asset side. I've been talking about hard assets and hard assets are gold, real estate, things of that sort. Now, I want you to really think back to your ability to take that $100 out of the bank that's not doing anything. I won't even say I won't even say $100. Let's just say $2,000 to just make this round off. So you took $2,000 out of the bank and you put it into gold because we were talking about Krugerrand gold and making sure that we diversify our portfolio and we looked at that $2,000 worth of gold and it would have been sitting in the bank And it would have gotten nothing this quarter, right? And so now you look up today because of the CPI numbers and a couple of other things. And gold is up over $20 today. So even though it's not a whole lot of money, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to celebrate the fact that we made $20. $20 more than we would have had if we just left it sitting in the bank. It's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. And I want you all to see small numbers because as we continue to grow as different assets continue to grow it's not just going to be this little measly twenty dollars for some of you i don't even want to say it's measly because i just went and put thirty dollars in my gas tank for some of you that's a tank of gas and so it didn't fill up my tank but it's also you know it's something that you can use towards that and i want us to think a little bit more when we're looking about economic growth within our particular portfolios little small wins matter they absolutely matter and again this is ahead of the crypto curve we're definitely looking at the cryptocurrency space but i also want you to really pay attention to everything around you and so these little wins are good had you had ten thousand dollars in the bank and you took that ten thousand dollars out and you bought gold you would be up a hundred dollars that is a little bit more uh of what maybe a whole tank of gas would have paid you, but at least you have more than nothing from it just sitting in the bank. And not only the fact that it's 
not so secure sitting there, but that you're getting nothing in return for allowing it to sit there and allowing the banking industry to be able to utilize it. So I just wanted to share that today. It's a small win and the dollar index has been getting destroyed lately and ladies and gentlemen so for those of you that are not in the market i will give you a picture of what i saw when i looked at the trading numbers for the u.s dollar today and it was looking like it was taking a beating that means the price of the dollar even though they continue to say that the dollar is a dollar it was taking a beating today. When the dollar is down, it takes more of them to buy stuff. Hence, the price of stuff goes up. That stocks, bonds, commodities, and real estate. Bitcoin remains subdued. And so it didn't do much. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But wrapping up this macro, according to the charts, the dollar there is no reason to be bearish, meaning that it's going to continue to fall right now. As bad as I think everything is, everything is going up a little bit more slowly, slowly, slowly. And so just be aware of that. I'm not saying that you can't buy stuff, but I just want you to be aware of what's happening. I can't tell you how to shop. I can't tell you what not to buy. I can only warn you. And so I will say this, we have a BRICS meeting coming up, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. It's coming up, and they're going to make some big announcements. Some things may change, some things may not change, but right now, this is a bull with big horns, and we are waiting to see what's actually going to happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, I want to say all the best to you, to whatever you decide to do. But to those of you that did go out and find you a place where you could buy some Krugerrand gold, congratulations on your $20 that you made this last month or so on that, uh, on every $1,900. I don't know about $1,900 roughly. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to continue this conversation after news sports and traffic we've got a lot to talk about this is kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward so now we are on the cryptocurrency side because some big stuff is happening in the space my phone blew up um i don't know early this morning with text messages and i want to thank you to all of you that continue to watch cryptocurrency news and send information over to me uh one of the text messages that i got was like yeah yeah i told you so you were wrong and so i would say partly that and so we're gonna go ahead and talk about what's happening that's the big deal in the cryptocurrency space today ripple xrp actually wins the case against the sec so the sec securities and exchange commission brought a lawsuit or a judgment against um Ripple Labs stating that they were selling a security on exchanges. Now, the reason why this is a big deal in a landmark case is because they've been fighting this since 2020. Three years. That means they have spent a long dollar fighting the SEC to get this ruling finally that they are not a security, which is a big deal. Now, in the meantime, of course, 
uh, people have been debating on whether to buy XRP or not. And I have been telling our community to stay away from XRP uh, because I still, even though this has been ruled not a security, I still do not feel that this particular cryptocurrency is going to be standing for the five to 10 years that we needed to be standing towards our retirements and some of those things. And I'm just talking about mine specifically. Okay. And so, yes, I hold XRP again because I was a, a coinaholic at one point. And so my XRP is on an exchange that I don't have access to right now. And when I move out of the country, I have access to it. So I'm going to leave it at that. But with that, Ripple Labs actually scored a victory in the United States District Court in the Southern District of New York on today, ladies and gentlemen. And Judge uh, Annalisa Torres actually ruled in favor of the company in the case that was brought Forth by the Securities and Exchange Commission. I am going to tell you that they are going to be on a rant rage after cryptocurrencies after this. And I'm talking about the SEC because this was a big one. They didn't expect to lose this. But according to the document filed on July 13th, Judge Torrance has granted a sub summary judgment in favor of Ripple Labs, allowing that XRP token is not a security. The SEC lawsuit actually sought to compel that Ripple, which they wanted them to stop offering the XRP token under the premise that XRP was a security security and then required additional regulation so all this says is that xrp does not have to be regulated by the sec now the onlook of people that don't read all the way into this missed this particular quote and i want to make sure that you hear this quote defendant's motion for summary judgment is granted as to the programmatic sales the other distributions and Larson's and Garlinghouse sales and denied as to institutional sales. Ladies and gentlemen, XRP's whole ethos is about their ability to transact with banking institutions, the new way that banks are going to bank and all of these things. Ladies and gentlemen, that motion was actually denied. So they partly won, not in whole, but again, because we are a group of people that take information and run with it. I'm not talking about we, I'm talking about humans in general take information and run with it this price broke when this news broke this morning this coin xrp capitulated from 45 cent to 61 cent and for people holding millions of these coins they are very elated because this puts their token up 25 percent as uh, 25% at the time that I was writing this and doing my research. And so the case against Ripple has been ongoing, as I said, since 2020. People have a whole lot of, of XRP in their arsenal. And so for the past three years, there has been a dramatic intrigue, including the release of something called Hinman documents. So for those of you who like to do a little bit of research, it is really something to read it's Hinman, and that's spelled h-i-n-m-a-n documents and 
It's an ongoing defiance in the face of the SEC's accusation from Garlinghouse. And Garlinghouse is one of the individuals that is dealing with XRP, Ripple Labs, etc., etc. So along with the Palapo um, movement is demonstrated by XRP token pumping over the news, the overall sentiment across the cryptocurrency space appears to be one of jubilation everybody is excited everybody is i don't know what they're doing but i will tell you you can do what you want to do but i am going to continue to focus on my btc my bitcoin because ripple xrp well i won't say ripple but xrp is going to only do phenomenal if the banks decide to actually work with XRP or trade with XRP or take the vision that has been put forth by Ripple Labs. And there is a lot that goes into that, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about mass adoption of bankers who want to traditionally control and have money in their own family's pocket and not put it into the hands of an actual cryptocurrency company, a third party, and all of those things. And there may be some great things that come out of this for a little while. And again, I'm not saying that people can't make money. Some people just made money this morning off, off Ripple, I mean off XRP. But again, we've got to look at the fact some people had it since 2020, so they don't have capital gains taxes, but they still have to pay capital. Uh, they have to pay get taxes on it and so if you just got it in the last year and you're thinking about cashing out or trading you got to look at what the tax implications are and so this is not a space for you to just run haphazardly because they can and will track you down that's why the irs has just implemented this whole entire section and hired a whole bunch of manpower to really track these things. And they're getting better and better with forensics in this cryptocurrency space. So make no mistake about it. If you are going to cash out today because you like the price action that you see, please know that you need to uh, make sure that you're taking a copy of the transactions. It, in some people's cases, it's just easier to screenshot it so you know what day you sold what and from where so that you can report it to your tax professional who is cryptocurrency savvy when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we will continue the conversation this is kbla talk 1580 now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward so Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if Binance U.S. will be able to actually restore its market position in the United States. And you can tell me what you think. You can share your thoughts. You know, I don't have any thoughts one way or the other. But I do know that Binance U.S. actually reacts to Bitcoin Cash FUD. And FUD means fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And so anytime there's a situation going on, people experience FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And this is around the Bitcoin cash and really making sure that they assure their users that their funds are safe. I have been saying, and I will continue to say year after year after year, move your Bitcoin or your Bitcoin cash or your XRP or anything else that you have off the exchange. It is still going to experience the fluctuations of the market. It's still going to go 
go up. It's still going to go down. It's still going to be volatile. It's still going to do all of those things, but it would just be in your possession and not in the possession of individuals or companies, exchanges like Binance. So Binance's U.S. platform has rejected the rumors regarding its Bitcoin cash reserves, reassuring the customers that their funds are safe. On Sunday, the exchange restored Bitcoin cash withdrawals after a brief suspension attributed to a technical issue. So let's put a pin in it right there. Every time there is some liquidity issues on these exchanges, they start talking about technological issues. I kid you not. It is like a broken Ladies and gentlemen, I told you on Friday when those executives started fleeing from Binance, you do not and should not be on Binance. I'm not going to tell you what to buy, what to do, but I will tell you that this is a warning sign. And again, Maya Angelou told us when you see crazy coming, get on the other side of the street and I see crazy coming and I'm getting on the other side of the street for my listeners. And I've been I haven't been off Binance because I told you all my situation. You got to listen to all my previous shows to find out what's really happening with me and Binance. But ladies and gentlemen, this is not the place to be. I personally uh, know that the American subsidiary of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, Binance, addressed this and it, in my opinion, is saying that they maintain the reserves. They have all of the money that you need if you want to cash out. But what they were trying to do was prevent a crypto run. I call it a crypto run. And I kid you now, we'll find a bunch of people soon that are going to have something to say about a crypto run. But it's my word. I'm the one that said it. But under normal conditions, um, they are um, keeping people's coin. And until somebody comes and gets it or asks for it back, they don't have to really proof up. They don't have to prove that they have these funds. They still don't have to prove that they have these funds, except for the fact that all of their executives have fleed from the platform. And now they've got more people than ever coming to get their Bitcoin cash or their Bitcoin. So they decided to just suspend their Bitcoin cash. Now, I don't know if any of you are holding Bitcoin cash on the platform. Bitcoin cash is different from Bitcoin. Bitcoin cash was a fork in Bitcoin. And that was um, Roger Ver, who I know very well, is an individual who was the orchestrator of that entire thing. Roger Ver then took and paid a lot of people to go out and talk to merchants about accepting Bitcoin Cash. And because of that, a lot of people got interested in it. They thought that it was, I shouldn't even say that they thought it was, because of the way the code was written, it was faster, supposedly strong, faster than Bitcoin. It was supposed to be more economic, more economical than Bitcoin. There weren't a lot of mining fees associated with it, which supposedly made it better than Bitcoin. But again, as we look at the news and see what's happening Bitcoin news, you will see all around the world, people are focusing on Bitcoin, not Bitcoin Cash. In fact, they rarely even mention Bitcoin Cash. But the fact that Binance suspended withdrawals on Bitcoin Cash leads us to believe or lets me believe because I've seen it before. I'm, I'm almost um, on, on that song that said, heard it all before. We heard it all before. And so this is another indication that something is going 
going on behind the scenes at Binance. So with that, if you have not removed your Bitcoin from Binance US, ladies and gentlemen, your your Bitcoin Cash, your XRP, your Ethereum, your whatever you have from the exchange, move it. And I would venture to say, if you're still going to continue to use Binance to purchase your cryptocurrencies, you buy it and immediately put it into your own private wallet. That's the only way we should be doing business in the cryptocurrency space right now. That is the only thing that is going to keep you safe. We cannot trust that CZ did not just buy a trillion dollar boat like some of these other guys did with your cryptocurrency. You just can't like nothing is happening to anybody that's done that thus far so what's going to deter somebody else from deciding to just blend in 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 asia somewhere and just enjoy their life with all of the the cryptocurrency that we have held on their on their uh exchange and so please don't take that chance i'm gonna say that and we've been talking so much today i actually forgot to go over the market update so we're gonna do that really quickly before we come forward so bitcoin ladies and gentlemen right now as we speak is trading at 31,000. whoop whoop four hundred and eighty one dollars again thirty one thousand four hundred and eighty one dollars it's down in the last hour point six zero percent and the last 24 hours is up three point seven seven percent and in the last seven days it's up three point nine eight percent Ethereum is up to $1,987. That's what it's trading at. And a lot of people say, well, I'm going to get involved in Ethereum because it doesn't cost as much as Bitcoin. And it's going to be doing just the same thing that Bitcoin is doing. And I'm going to say to you right now, not, not and not. And there may be some big, uh, there may be some Ethereum spot ETF or some other things that are happening around the world. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't think so. But with that being said, let's just continue. So it's trading right now at $1,987. In the last hour, it's down 0.47%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 6.17%. And in the last seven days it's up 5.64 percent ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we'll continue the conversation this is kbla talk 1580 this is kbla talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins all right welcome forward welcome forward i'm just going to continue to reiterate some of the wallets that you need to be downloading to just take the first step to get your cryptocurrencies off the exchanges i've always stated that you have accessibility to edge wallet edge it is a wallet that you can download in your app store whether you have android or apple edge wallet you can also use exodus wallet and so please ladies and gentlemen just start learning how to actually uh download these apps you don't even have to use them right away just have them and then as you learn and as you grow in this space you can just do a little bit here and do a little bit there and ensure that you're learning and um, progressing in this space. We just don't want to stay stagnant, allowing people to hold on to your Bitcoin like you're letting people hold on to your money in the bank. And uh, so let's just, I'll just 
put a pin in it right there. Also, uh, with our updates, we're just going to continue to say nothing has changed with the Black Wall Street wallet. We are going to make sure that we keep you update. You will be the first to know. I'm hoping that we can get information out to our listeners before the Black Wall Street staff even decides to uh, text or email their actual constituents just because you're listening in here. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to employ you as this heat continues to heat up, not in in the physical earth i'm talking about in the cryptocurrency space as this space continues to heat up as regulations change as things happen with different exchanges i'm going to tell you that it is imperative that you bring more people into the fold of this space so please share this information about kbla talk 1580 not just because of the midday money chain but also because our community deserves to know you know some of the things that dominique is talking about in the morning tavis is talking about and then you have um you just have so many people and i could go on and on and on i was listening to Ariva martin attorney Ariva martin yesterday uh and there's just so many great things with so much great information that we need ladies and gentlemen we have got to take a look at all things because it is so so important so ladies and gentlemen i want to thank each and every one of you for sharing ahead of the crypto curve with your friends friends and family but i also want to thank you for rocking with me here today on ahead of the crypto curve we are making way for the dl hugley show the dl hugley show and i just again want to say thank you to each and every one of you we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time ladies and gentlemen and that means you.